0: Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5.0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know.
1: Thank you for joining us for the Phoenix 5.0 Show. I'm Donna Rossi, the Communications Director for the Phoenix Police Department. This is the first edition of 5.0 for the new year, so happy new year, everyone. This is also the first edition that I am hosting. Sergeant Jamie Rothschild, who has done this show since 2015, a very long time, retired last week from the Phoenix Police Department. Thank you, Sergeant Rothschild, for all the work you have done for Phoenix Police Department throughout the many, many years of your career. Good luck. He's still in the Valley for those of you who are big fans of his, which I am, and I'm sure he will guest appear on this show in the near future. So with Jamie's retirement, the Phoenix Police Department's Public Affairs Bureau is going to be bringing you the 5-0 show every week with great guests and topics that you want to hear about. In fact, if you have a topic that you want to talk about or you want to learn more about, just email me at donna.rossi at phoenix.gov and let me know what you want to hear about and we'll get an expert in here to talk to you about it. Speaking of experts, I want to introduce to you my co-host, Ryan Cody, who is an expert storyteller. Ryan, you've been with the Public Affairs Bureau for a little more than a year now, uh, and I call you an expert storyteller because that's what you've been doing since you've been here Uh, really focusing on that. Uh, Tell our listening audience um, kind of what you do here at the Public Affairs Bureau.
0: Yeah, Happy New Year, Donna. Happy to be here and uh, big shoes to fill with Jamie uh, moving on here. We absolutely Uh, do. Yeah, so we're excited to keep bringing the show to you. As a public information specialist, um, one of my main jobs here is to uh, be a storyteller for the department and tell some of the uh, the great stories that are going on in and around the department with our wonderful employees, uh, both sworn and professional staff that do a lot of great things and uh, deserve some recognition publicly that we're we're finally able to be uh, bringing to you uh, on a weekly basis, sometimes daily, depending on when things happen. But there's a lot of good things going on around here.
1: You have done some incredible stories over the last year. Uh, and if all of you want to Watch some of Ryan's stories. All you have to do is go to our YouTube channel, uh, Phoenix Police YouTube channel, or follow us on any of our social media platforms, including Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, uh, at Phoenix Police. So uh, we hope that you will uh, tune into some of those um, platforms and, and watch some of his great stories. Among those great stories this year, I, I know that there's one, you and I have had this discussion, that has stuck out to you, uh, that, that you told. Um, we had the opportunity Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, to visit uh, Officer Tyler Maldivan and his wife, Chelsea. Uh, And we sat with them for about an hour, uh, and um, you put together an incredible story. Um, That that was really, uh, I think, the highlight of the year when it comes to storytelling.
0: You could certainly make that argument with the highlight of Many years when you talk about the inspiration uh, that Tyler and his wife, Chelsea, are and just that story in general. I mean, very few people were talking about a year ago now at this point. It was December 14th, I believe, of 2021 uh, that Tyler was shot eight times in the line of duty, including once in the back of the head, point blank. Very few people gave him a shot at survival, um, including
1: the medical staff, including
0: doctors. Yes. uh, People who were evaluating him uh, gave him very little shot at surviving his injuries and here we are a year later and I think what really stuck out to me is what Chelsea said you know we're not only surviving we're thriving Uh, and having spent a few hours over at their home I I can't disagree Uh, it's amazing the progress that that he's made and is making and if anybody was to doubt that guy I I I don't think that they're sane at this point.
1: It really was incredible. I know that we were concerned about going over there, thinking, "How much, you know, is he going to be able to communicate with us?" And he was remembering things that he was given right after he graduated the academy. I mean, he told right. me, "Oh yeah, when I was gra- when I graduated the academy, I-, I was told I could go to several different squads, and he named them all off." Right. It, it was he is amazing. Yeah. It-
0: He's sharp uh, and his his brain is is certainly functioning at a high level uh, to the point where, you know, the only thing he said he didn't remember was really the incident and kind of the week leading up to it, which is you know i'm i'm certainly not an expert in you know brain function and anything like that but that seems very it's interesting to me that he can remember everything but he kind of goes he sort of goes blank uh in in the week leading up to
1: it might not be a bad thing
0: probably not a bad thing yeah <laughs> uh his wife chelsea certainly remembers all of that and um so she can tell him all about the story but they they are thriving uh we had a conversation about uh, they're watching Yellowstone, you know, and and the things that they the traditions and not just traditions, but just the rituals that they do on a weekly basis. Like they're living they're living normal lives like I Full was life. talking to them about that show. I'm watching it, you know, so, you know, to know that we're all kind of doing the same things in the human experience is is wonderful.
1: Yeah. Speaking of people doubting him, uh, everybody pretty much doubted him uh, and, and and wrote him off in a, in a sense. Um, we were just all waiting for that call. Except his wife, the only
0: one. It's remarkable, and you know the other thing too. It's very, really important about that is she had the final say. So you know, a lot of people were. You know, she used the word delusional, saying she was delusional in her thoughts that he would recover from this. And you know, she had the final say. So in the end, she said,
1: "No, his heart's still beating." Right? Yeah. Let's let's listen to a, a piece of uh, her interview about about that. Just that.
2: There's this piece that he was not gonna be buried. I don't even know how to explain it, but when everyone was talking about funerals, when they were having people say goodbye to him, I didn't because this piece just kinda surpassed everything that I, it was impossible for me to almost say it. It sounded like I would be disobeying if I did, and like I'd be giving up on him when there was no reason to. His heart was still beating, he couldn't get an MRI yet, so we didn't know, like, the actual extent to his injuries. So I said, well, unless his heart stops, you're still alive, and I'm still going to stay on the firm with you. So. And I also can't think of losing my husband so soon, so that was probably the link to his love.
1: So it's clear Chelsea and Tyler have relied on their faith through this, and, and, and they believe truly that, that is what got them through. It was interesting uh, when you asked Tyler we know what got her through, but what got him through? It, it, in a sense, it was her.
0: Yeah, he recognizes that that she is the one who fought for him when he wasn't able to fight for himself. Uh, and so, you know, I asked him, you know, what keeps him going now? And here's what he said.
3: makes me feel like I can't let her down because she was so strong and so faithful when I needed it the most. Now she relies on me to be strong and faithful and I feel like if I'm not I'm letting her down. I'm not only letting myself down but I'm letting her down and that's worse. I think majority of motivation comes from the ability to not the ability to but I don't want to let her down. I can't let her down. She didn't give up on me, I'm not going to give up on her.
1: Tyler had not been on the job for very long when this happened. He was still a probationary employee, which is in his first year. A rookie, as they say, right? Uh, And he loved the job, and I think one of the things that just really kind of blew my mind uh, when we were talking with him was the fact that he wants to do this job again.
0: Yeah, it's mind blowing. Uh, he hadn't even received his his badge yet. Uh, that was only given to him after this this injury,
1: right? Because when you graduate, you get a kind of a temporary badge, right? And then you wait for your badge with your actual serial number on it to get made,
0: right? When you get off probation, that's that's when it's given to you. And Commander Issit on the Desert Horizon Precinct uh, gave it to him in a beautiful ceremony over at Chase Field. Um, but yes, he still wants to do this and not just he's not just saying that like that you could it could be lip service you know like you could hear that in some situations i didn't get that impression uh when we asked him about his intentions moving forward
3: i signed up for this knowing knowing that it could happen and the support that because it did happen from the department has been exponential. It's been more than I can ask for and because they're so supportive of me in in this time, it makes me want to go back even more. I still want to do it. I, if the department won't let me, I'll, I'd love to go back. That's what I strive for, but it hasn't an injury, Hasn't changed my feelings for the career, the job, at all. I still love it. So you want to be a police officer again?
0: I do. That's what I strive for. Is that one of the goals keeping you going in physical
3: therapy? That's exactly. That's exactly it. Is I want to get back to where I was so I can do what I was doing. And going back to work me
1: They were so appreciative, both of them, of the outpouring of support that they have received uh, from really all over the world, uh, and also, of course, the Phoenix Police Department. That is one thing uh, that this department does best, is rally around their people. A- and they were so appreciative, and-, and Chelsea, really, both of them, just didn't have enough words to express uh, their appreciation, uh, but she-, she tried to sum it up.
2: It's mind-blowing that there are people who are still to this day praying for us, rooting us on, are willing to take care of us in any way, shape, or form that they can, and we don't think we'll ever be able to repay them back. We know we won't be able to repay them back. So we just, if there was a better way than to say just thank you, we would do it. So we pray that each person will be rewarded in their own ways and with what they need because we can't do it on our own.
3: That's exactly what I want to say. Just thank you. I have no other words but thank you. Because every single person has just been extremely supportive in ways I can't imagine. I would never be able to fathom. So I'm just so thankful.
1: I know that they're going to continue, both of them, to uh, really fight hard uh, and and continue to recover. Tyler was talking about how he has therapy every day, occupational, physical therapy, speech therapy. Um, We saw him do some incredible things while we were there at the house.
0: Yeah, he tries to help out. You know, just little things um, are not so little to him. Uh, He empties the dishwasher. uh, He feeds his fish. He takes care of a tomato plant. That is a great story, actually, because when he was in a rehab facility in Colorado, I guess what they did was they gave he and Chelsea a seed, or or a very small plant, and what they they started growing it. And that was just a way to have something you do during the day to to keep you going. And this plant is now huge. They have it in their backyard. They've transplanted it into a little planter there. It's it's thriving. Uh, I know we've used that word before. Uh, But he's got a bunch of things that he's doing. Uh, He gets out of that wheelchair every day in physical therapy and walks, he says, further and further. We've uh, seen the video. Again, if you want to see some of this video, you can go check out our YouTube page, a lot of it is there, and their full interview as well. Um, we can only touch on just the surface of what they had to say. It's remarkable.
1: It really, it really is. You know, uh, they say you know, be judicious in using the word miracle, but I think this is one one instance where we can use that uh, without even hesitation.
0: When that many doctors tell you you're not going to survive, or tell <laughs> tell your wife you're not going to survive, and not only did you survive, but you're you're doing great. That's nothing short of a miracle. I'm not afraid to use that word in this
1: situation. Not at all. Not at all. I want to take a minute to thank Bonneville for this time every week. And please remind everyone about Silent Witness, the anonymous tip line that can get you cash for tips. If you have information that leads to an unsolved felony crime, you can get $1,000 or in some cases even more. And you can remain completely anonymous. Just go to silentwitness.org or call 480-WITNESS. Ryan, we'll be back next week uh, and kick off um, a new era in the Five O show. Thanks for joining us. Happy
0: New Year. You've been listening to Five O Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 923 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to SilentWitness.org. That's SilentWitness.org. Or call 480 Witness. That's 480-948-6377.